Gutter Trash episode number 202, Murder by Death. My name is Eric. I am Jason. How's it going? It's going pretty good. That's good. How about you? I don't know. (laughs) Why don't you know? Oh, because I feel weird. Weird? Yeah. Um, I am going to say this. Uh, I don't know if people hate... The, uh, the <laughs> when I do it. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's a reason that I do it. Uh, because it does sort of amp up the energy here at the beginning. Nope. And if I don't do it, the show falls flat on its face really quickly. <laughs> Such as the last 20 minutes that we recorded <laughs> that you'll never hear. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna, it's like we were murdered by death. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I don't like doing the ho 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 hos. Mm. Uh, and then I know that, uh, you and, uh, Joe G have made fun of me for doing it. Have we? Yeah, we, yeah, you have. To mm. the point where I got incredibly pissed off at the both of you for doing it. Really? Yeah, but I don't like doing it. But I have to. <laughs> I understand. I understand. There's no other way that I can introduce the show and have it be, uh, not death. Right. We could just, like, snort a line right off your desk right before you, you press record. That, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, well, maybe we ought to introduce booze back into the uh, equation. Ooh. See, now we have to, I have to get up early on Mondays yeah, now. Yeah, I always have to get up early. Yeah, we're, we're getting too old. Yeah. We now have hangovers. Yeah. Uh, not the movie kind. <laughs> just the real kind that hurt. The painful, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, we'll 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 be all right. We'll yeah. be all right. We're straight edge. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. So uh, this movie, this murdered by death. Yeah. Um. Well, as I as I mentioned, because I like to keep an open book for the listener. Right. Uh, we recorded like twenty minutes of us uh, talking about this so far. And, uh, it wasn't going well. No, no. Um, cause, uh, I, neither of us can wrap our heads around this movie. I think is the baseline of it. <laughs> You're right. Uh, you have completely decided that you hate it. I didn't say I hate it. Oh, okay. I, but I did not like it. Well, isn't that the same? No, oh, not at all. Okay. <laughs> no, there's a lot of things I don't like, and there's very few things I hate. Okay. Um, I think I liked it, but, uh, there are parts of it that I did not like, um, and I'm on, I'm kind of still deciding. Right. Yeah. That's how weird this movie is. Yeah. It really is. It's one of those, you're not like, oh, okay, it's this thing, and I'll file it away correctly, and... Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a comedy, uh, written by Neil Simon. Uh, which, uh, I think I knew when I rented it, but, uh, uh, had forgotten by the time I picked it. Um, 
I don't think I've ever seen anything that Neil Simon has ever done before. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never heard of Neil Simon. Really? Yeah. Never heard of Neil Simon. Never heard of him. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> The hell is wrong with I, you? I don't go out and research every single thing that exists in the world. I just like the things Who's I like. Who's doing research? I just live. <laughs> I don't talk to people about stuff I don't like. You don't know that you don't like it. Uh, this is the only thing you've ever seen by him, apparently. It's the oh, yeah, only thing I've ever seen by him, but I know he exists. Well, to the best of my knowledge. He's this... a playwright. He's made tons of movies, most of them starring Matthew Broderick. Really? Uh, quite a few of them. Yeah? Well, maybe I have seen some of uh, I've always considered him to be like the low-rent Woody Allen. Well, what has he done with uh, Mr. Broderick? Uh, Biloxi Blues, is that a movie? Yeah. Yeah? Um, something else about Jews in New York? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taxi driver? Uh, sure. <laughs> no, you're thinking of DC Cat. <laughs> Mr. T is not Jewish. <laughs> We've been but over the barbarian this brothers are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I mean, like, I kind of just float through life, and there's a lot of things that... I just float through life. <laughs> I don't I don't pay attention to names and things. Like, there's so many celebrities and people who I... I'm familiar with their work, but I have no idea what their name is. Like, Oh, I'm, the Odd Couple! <laughs> the fucking Odd Couple! The TV show? And the movies. Okay. And the play. I've never seen it. Neil Simon! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know, yeah, I'm not familiar. Not familiar. Jesus. <laughs> was he, a, was, was he ever in Guar? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Not familiar. Uh, I recommend The Odd Couple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing that I've seen <laughs> other than this. Um,. Maybe when I'm done with, you know, uh, Breaking Bad and Dexter, I'll start out Gibble. Hey, you just have to watch the movie. Yeah, okay. Don't watch the TV show. Yeah. It's not the Skip it. Skip it. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend the movie. With, uh, Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau. Science, yes. Do you know who those are? <laughs> Isn't that that guy from the couch trip? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'll check that out. All right. Uh. But yeah, as we were mentioning in the previous uh, uh, try, I'm not familiar with most mystery things at all. Right. So yeah, this movie is uh, full of analogs of uh, famous literary uh, detectives. Uh, we got a uh, uh, Sam Spade analog, uh, Nick and Nora Charles. I think both of those were written by Dashiell Hammett. Uh, we got Miss Marple and a guy whose French name I can't pronounce, uh, done by Agatha Christie. And, um, I don't know who created or wrote, but, uh, the character is Charlie Chan. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's the only one I did know. Right. Charlie yeah. Chan. Uh, <clears throat> the thing is, you probably know him best from, uh, racial stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is no different. <laughs> nope. Uh, wow. So, yeah, Peter Sellers is in this movie, and he plays the, the Charlie Chan character, uh, Sidney Wang. <laughs> um, 
And it is uncomfortable. It is. It's. I would even go as far as to say painful. Uh, I would, it, yeah, maybe. <laughs> at least, yeah. at least him. Like at least, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm not talking about the entire movie. Like, okay, I'm not a big fan of this movie, but yeah, Peter Sellers. It was painful to watch him in this movie. It, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as painful, but but close to it. At least very off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, if the entire movie was about Peter Sellers doing this Chinese impression throughout it, and didn't have any other actors in it, <laughs> right. uh, unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, holy God, it's almost offensive, and I don't find much offensive. I, I wonder, th- I mean, because like, this is made in the mid-70s, I wonder if this is one of those things where, like, they were trying to push the envelope because, you know, like, obviously, you know, by the 70s, like, you know, Americans didn't really do that sort of character of of Japanese people anymore. I think they kind of did. In the 70s? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, they did it in this movie. Well, I know, but I'm trying to think of, like, it seems like in the 60s that kind of, <clears> like, they were like, oh, well, we can stop doing that now and then. I don't know. Uh, I think I think it took quite a while. I think even now... It's still uh, a thing. <laughs> not not quite to this degree. <clears throat> not to this degree, but right. yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, filmmakers, uh, especially comedy, uh, have learned any kind of lesson. Right, right. Uh, you know that that. Uh, well, yeah, I guess like in Revenge of the Nerds, the Asian guy was pretty uh, stereotypical. Yeah, but at least I think at least in the the late seventies and in throughout the eighties, they at least learned that if they're gonna make a racial stereotype, let's at least get someone of that race to <laughs> yeah. play that character. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I guess makes it slightly less uh, offensive. Well, yeah, you're like he's laughing with us, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the thing that makes Peter Sellers' uh, performance in this movie the most uncomfortable. Is the fact that his character has a son, uh, played by an actual Japanese man, or, or Oriental, Asian, whatever, um, right alongside him. Oh, yeah, they're always sharing the screen, yeah, right? Yeah, the same scenes, uh, <laughs> interacting, uh, and I mean, it's, it's obviously, it's a guy who grew up, you know, in Southern California or whatever, who, you know, you know, I mean, he's completely Americanized. Right. But you still have to think that, you know, when he showed up on set and he sees Peter Sellers for the first time <laughs> wearing slanty-eyed makeup and a Fu Manchu mustache, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, you know, that there there had to be a moment, well, no, it had to be throughout the entire movie, where he's just like, what the fuck am I doing? Right, yeah. There had to be a lot of, like, explaining or money-changing hands or just, <laughs> or just biting your lip, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so there's that. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this movie has a pretty star-studded cast. Um, David Niven, uh, Peter Falk, uh, Eileen Brennan, <coughs> uh, who was in the movie Clue. Which uh, I think uh, reminds us both of, of this movie. A lot. Yeah, yeah, real there's, similar. There's a similar vibe, definitely. Yeah, 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sir Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Guinness. Obi-Wan. Um, almost like a chameleon. Yeah. Although, uh, this may be this the only other thing I've ever seen him in that he wasn't playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think, or Obi-Wan Kenobi's ghost. I think I saw, yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen a clip of, uh, when he played whatever the character is from Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy. Okay. Cause he, he played that character. And I, I've, George I think, Smiley. yeah, I think I, I watched a clip of that, uh, when, uh, um, Gary Oldman was on like Charlie Rose or something. They showed yeah. some old versions of that character, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm not familiar with Alec Guinness's work either, and it was strange to see how different he just appeared and moved. Right. Because, uh, yeah, like, I think Alec Guinness, I think, you know, hair and a beard. Yeah. And he didn't have either in this movie. <clears throat> I also think brown robes, and he wasn't wearing that either. <laughs> At one point, he wasn't wearing anything. That's true. <laughs> Something for the ladies. <laughs> Uh, we have a very young James Cromwell who shows up in this movie. Is it the, uh, French guy's butler or driver? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that guy. He was, to me, he's a, that guy. Cause I, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I didn't know his name. Uh, he was in, uh, LA Confidential. I think he's in Babe, the Babe movies. Yeah. yeah. And he was the farmer. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh. He was not the pig. No, no. He's, uh, the guy who, uh, made first contact with aliens in, uh, Star Trek universe. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if I was any more of a Star Trek fan, I could probably even tell you his name. <laughs> but I can't. Oh, the character. Yeah. But I do know he was in one of the movies, and according to other people I know, he was in several episodes. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had to be like 20-something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, shows up. Late in the movie, wearing a weird mesh robe thing, and those uh, those like ankle strap sock <laughs> things that guys, garters. Yeah, sock garters. <laughs> like the stuff that like the the father or the or the the master and Ren and Stimpy would wear, you know. <laughs> and another uh, another very odd presence in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, True Green Capote is in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Doing some comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he's the writer, right? Yeah. In Cold Blood. Yeah. That, that's him. Yeah. yeah. Played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd never seen the man, like, I've, I'm sure I've seen a picture of him, but I've never, like, seen him in motion and talking before. Yeah. So this was a bizarre introduction to someone because I, I I I like his writing like I've read some of his short stories and it was really strange for me to the, for this to be like the introduction <laughs> to the man behind the books. It's it's weird, sure. <laughs> um, he he plays the uh, the host of this uh, party. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, a get together, a dinner murder party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he plays the, the guy who invites, uh, the world, five greatest detectives in the world to this party where he tells them that, uh, somebody is going to get murdered and, uh, the person who solves the case gets a million dollars. Right. That's, that's the plot of yeah, this movie. It's pretty simple. 
Um, and that probably is where one of my problems with this movie comes from, is that uh, it's very light on plot. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, cause once we get that, then everything else is just sort of filler. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I think that's where you and I start to, to deviate on our opinions on this. Right. Because it all depends on whether we find that filler funny or not. And I found very little of it funny. I think I found quite a bit of it more funny than yeah. you did. I mean, yeah, there's some... Like, the kind of comedy that they use, I really like. Because it's it's not... Like, it's... You know, just simple, like, dumb gags and things like right. that. But, and it, you know, it's not... There's some wordplay. Yeah. There. Like, I mean, you know, it's classic comedy. Right. And and I like that. But I think, a, I don't know, a lot of it just... And maybe maybe a lot of it is uh, Peter Sellers in this movie. But, <laughs> but, like, I almost, like, didn't want to find some of it funny because I wanted to disassociate uh, any sort of enjoyment you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, definitely some of it I didn't find funny, but I wonder if part of it is is just going like, this is just wrong and weird, and right. I just shouldn't like it. You know. Um, I think I think the racist parts definitely are what kind of undercuts the uh, the other parts to it. Yeah, it just like kind of pulls the rug out from under you when you're like right. with it and you're enjoying it, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's Peter Sellers shows up. <laughs> yeah, is offensive. Yeah, <laughs> and it just kind of <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, and it's weird because there are some I thought funny parts that poked fun at. Peter Sellers' portrayal of right. the Charlie Chan character. Like Truman Capote's character talking to him about using Excuse adverbs. Right, and pronouns. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that helped. Yeah, yeah that, that helped, but but I don't think it helped enough. Right. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's just a weird movie. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, we we mentioned Clue. Uh, it definitely has almost a very similar plot to Clue. I've I've never seen a movie more similar to Clue ever. Right. right. But I love Clue. Clue is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I can safely say, go see Clue, not this. Movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think that? Because uh, obviously Clue came later. Do you think that uh, when they got uh, 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 leaving? To play Mr. Body and Clue, that was their Truman Capote get. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the kids, they love Breakfast at Tiffany's and Fear. Yeah. <laughs> and Eileen Brennan was like, I'm real familiar with this sort of thing, but let me try to redeem myself. Well, apparently this movie is very popular. And it, it seems to, to have a pretty good uh, rating. I was thinking about that halfway through. I was like, I bet this is like well received because yeah. I mean, there's so many, like it attracted so many big names. I mean, and, and these aren't people that became big names later. Um, they not, were big names at the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, they wanted to do this and like, it is just strange to me. Right. I don't know. I just don't, I just didn't get it. 
Uh, you know, Neil Simon is, is a very respected playwright that you've never heard of. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I did read some trivia that, uh, uh, <clears throat> I guess when they got Alec Guinness to do the role in this movie, that, uh, Neil Simon basically told him that, uh, he would do any rewrites that the actor wanted. Really? Yeah. And, uh, Alec Guinness told him that, uh, don't bother, he's having fun. Huh. Yeah. So, so maybe they just all had fun. Yeah. Except for Peter Sellers, who apparently <laughs> hated this movie. And, uh, sold back his, uh, his, uh, profit rights to the producers, and then the movie was very popular, and he made no money off of it. I wonder if he hated it because he, like, watched, you know, like, clips of it, and he's like, what the fuck was I thinking? cannot believe for a minute that he had no idea what he was doing. Right. Because he made an entire career off of it. <laughs> I mean, just, just, his, his entire career is just based off of, you know, racial or yeah. nationality yeah. stereotypes. Yeah, even, yeah, even in, uh, <clears throat> uh, the Stanley Kubrick movie. Yeah. Love the Bomb. What, what's it? Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's, he's very, uh, you Even know. though he plays like four characters in that movie, right? You know, one of them is is a very stereotypical German character, right? You know, then uh, of course Inspector Clouseau, you know, is is potentially offensive to French people, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and I think even the French guy in this movie is uh, similar. Huh? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I'm like, like, no, I'm just like having realizations and like, I, like you said earlier, I'm still trying to piece this together in my brain. It's like, it's such a weird, it's, it's a weird movie. Yeah. Like, cause it seems to have different tones and different, like, you know, coming, being, coming from different places and different parts of the movie. Like, like, you know, like I said, some of it feels like a Mel Brooks movie to me and you're like, oh good. It's just like fun slapstick. And then all of a sudden it just has a weirder tone and like. Uh, yeah, like the comedy just changes from scene to scene. Maybe, maybe because there's so many different, uh, names in it, maybe like they took it in different directions or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know how closely it's based on the original without any, uh, ad libs or whatever, but yeah, it just has, it just has, you know, like, like I don't, I don't know if it was all like every line you heard was written by the same person or if like they let some of the actors do Uh some ad libbing. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think maybe part of it also comes from the fact that, uh, you know, since it is based on all these different detectives and each of their, like, you know, the, the original versions of those characters, each of their stories all, you know, take place in different time frames and different, uh, you know, have different tones. Right. Like the, uh, the, the married couple, uh, Nick and Nora Charles is the original. Uh, like there's, is supposed to be like a very light, uh, almost comedic kind of, uh, you know, mystery thing. Yeah. You know, like they're, like they're, uh, uh, they're, uh, a drunk, uh, like happy go lucky couple who just happen to like solve murders on the side. So it's got some like dry comedy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like, you know, uh, Sam Spade, which is from the same writer, I think, uh, you know, is like very steeped in like, you know, what you think of when you think of noir. You right. Know? Right. 
So, yeah, I mean, that could also be the problem of trying to shoehorn all those different types yeah, of characters. Yeah, a lot, it's, it feels like a lot of things, a lot of things meshed into the same room yeah. that, that belong in, yeah, different wings of the... Right. <laughs> and then there's, like, a weird, like, the Truman Capote character is, like, a electronics genius who can build robots and have <laughs> rotating rooms, and uh, it's bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and like a lot of the things that they explain away, they don't show you how it like would actually right. meld into the story. They just I like, don't think you need to see that stuff either, though. But like yeah, at least the room, I would like to have seen like something about how the room rotated. Right, because they're like, oh, the room rotates. Okay, right. And you're like, what? <laughs> how do you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think I think. Like I said, it's it's gonna be all dependent on, like like yeah, the plot stuff barely matters, and it, it all depends on basically whether you find the the comedy funny or not. Right. And like you said, it changes tone so many times, and, and like some ah. of it revolves around so much racism that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I just realized, like, because you know, like I said, I I haven't, I'm not familiar with a lot of those. Uh, you know, detectives and detective stories that this is paying homage or poking fun at. Right. So, like, I don't get a lot of the, like, where it's coming from. Um, like, I had no idea that anything other than uh, Charlie Chan and Peter Falk were actually based on anything. Right. Like, I thought those were all just made-up characters. It kind of reminds me of when I would, when I was younger, if I would read a Mad Magazine and there was, like, uh, like a six-page story spoofing a movie that I'd never seen. Right. And I, I just didn't get any of the references or jokes or whatever. Like, <clears throat> but I got that it was supposed to be funny. Like, right. that's kind of what I feel about this movie. Like, it was just not for me. That seems pretty apt, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, I mean, all it was was just uh, sort of, uh, you know, a bad pun away from being a bad magazine kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like if the names had been puns of stuff. <laughs> right, right. You know. <clears throat> well, actually, there was one name that was the butler's name was oh, yeah. kind of a pun. Benson Mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. And I think my favorite joke in the movie was uh, when Benson Mum told uh, his father's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. I mean, yeah, like there's wordplay and there's, you know, slapstick and, and uh, just sort of ridiculous characters. Uh, um, yeah, it just seems like it's all over the board. Right. I think maybe I'm leaning closer to not liking this movie anymore. <laughs> well, I I'm don't not, know. I was saying, I'm not trying to talk you into not no, liking it. No, I know it, that, but, you, you know, it's, I, I can't find much to defend about it. Yeah, it's other like. Other than the, I did find, I think, more of it funny than you did, but I still can't defend it. It's like a bad meal with really good seasoning. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that tasted good. Oh, and then I'll have a big mouth of crap now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, Peter Sandler. <laughs> I, I did really, really enjoy the opening credit sequence. That oh, was, yeah. That was cool. Uh, I, uh, the, the opening credits and even the end credits uh, a little bit uh, were, like, 
you see this box open and it's got these paper cutouts of like all the characters, uh, their, their cartoons. Right. Uh, we learn at the end of it that, uh, you're drawn by Charles Adams, yeah. who you also didn't know about like two years ago. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I thought it was just a TV show. I had no idea it was a comic until a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, but yeah, so they're all, they're not animated, but like, you know, they do a close up on each character and, you know, they, they, you know, give the actor's name that's supposed to be that character. And, uh, their eyes like start darting around. Right. Except for the Peter Falk one. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could at least done the one eye. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that was cool. I like, I like that sequence. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think this segment turned out better than the <laughs> one we were headed on earlier. If you can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's, let's take a break. That sounds right. like a good idea.
Hey, welcome back. Ooh. We're here. We are. <clears throat> we did not leave. We came back for you. We're not we're not allowed to be leaving the room just like in uh, Murder by Death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about that again. No. I, was, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. I started getting depressed as soon as I said the name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that you doing? I'm not bad. Yeah? I'm not yeah. bad. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a, an alright week. Um, how about you? Um, okay. Yeah. Also have had an alright week. Sweet. Yeah. That's all we can hope for sometimes. Yeah. yeah. My, my weekend got a little jumbled, but, uh, it's fine. I know, right? Yeah. And yeah, we're creatures of habit. Yeah, we are. Things get all mixed up. I do not like it. It was like Freaky Friday. Yeah. And silly Saturday. It kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, exactly it yeah, was. It was, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, my my usual Friday plans uh, fell through, but uh, you know, uh, it got moved into Saturdays, and uh, we we do dry not on Saturday. Yeah, hell yeah, we do. So, and then we and you you go have Mexican food with your girlfriend on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, uh, we do. And, and uh, come over for drawing on Saturday, and we we had to we had to switch. We flip flopped. We flip flopped. We we did drawing out on Friday, and I've said it before. I'll continue to say it every time it happens. I hate a Friday drawing night. Eh, it's not as good because our stamina's down. Yeah, uh, I certainly am not well rested. Right. Uh, I certainly have a tendency to start falling asleep at around ten or so on a Friday. Yeah, because I am old. What else is there to do? Yeah, exactly. You turn on uh, the bounce channel and you just drift into sweet oblivion. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> uh, the bounce channel does not nearly have as much uh, awesome stuff on it as it should. Today it did. Today it was. <laughs> Today it was certainly awesome. There's like half-naked ladies packed into a... a a jeep with no top driving around shooting machine guns. Yep. That's pretty Savage cool. Savage Sisters. <laughs> Sid Haig was in it. Oh, yeah. He's the one I mistook for Tommy Chong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was a lot hairier than I've ever seen Sid Haig look. Yeah, he, uh, he was playing a Colombian uh, hippie. Mm-hmm. A murderous Colombian hippie. <laughs> I think double-crossing murderous Colombian oh, hippie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although I think I'm pretty sure when you, whenever you say Sid Haig, murderous is just implied. <laughs> uh, like when he played the murderous judge in uh, Jackie Brown. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, he's it's like Pat Sajak. You just don't need that adjective. Everybody knows. Yep. He's killing on the weekends. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Saw a movie I could talk about. Oh, yeah. That, that I enjoyed greatly. Ooh. Enjoyed far more than I enjoyed Murder uh, by Death. All right. Uh, it was called The Innkeepers. And, uh, it was a, uh, a horror film. It's, it's October. It's the time for horror. Yeah, it is. Um, and, uh, felt, uh, because Saturday when I was hanging out with the person that I usually hang out with on Friday, uh, we decided uh, to watch a movie, uh, so I just uh, went through the Netflix horror uh, selection. 
<clears throat> and found uh, found this film that I have been actually wanting to see for a while, so we decided to to watch it. Mm, yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but it's uh, it's about a year old, maybe maybe less even. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real stars in it that I can think of, other than Kelly McGinnis, who uh, was the lady from Top Gun. Uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise's main squeeze. Yes, yes. Uh, only you know, thirty-five years older, whatever you know, whenever that movie was made. Right, I right. Probably like mid eighties. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's a it's a ghost story that takes place in a uh, a an actual hotel, hey. uh, called the Yankee Peddler. And uh, the storyline is that uh, the hotel is closing. They they've uh, pretty much uh, stripped all of the rooms out. And there's only like two employees left in the hotel on the the final weekend, and uh, they happen to like to investigate uh, ghost hauntings, huh. and uh, they uh, so they they're trying to find uh, proof of uh, of a ghost in the hotel because there there's always been stories that right. it's haunted. Most hotels probably have that. Oh yeah, the hotel I worked at had yeah. that. Because there's what hotel hasn't had a murder exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, uh, I think I've told the, the stories, uh, on here before about my hotel. So, and it's, it's a fucking holiday inn that was built in like 1985. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really good. Uh, really solid. It's a very slow burn kind of movie. Uh, like nothing really happens in it until like, you know, like an hour into it almost. Uh, like all the the major stuff only happens in like the last twenty minutes or so, but uh, but at least up until then, like the characters are, are interesting and it's kind of funny and it's engaging and you you care about all the people in it, uh, so that when all the bad stuff starts happening, then you're like, oh no, right? Yeah, yeah it's not just like random victim, <laughs> right? From a Friday the Thirteenth movie, right? It's it's very atmospheric and and, and uh, you know a good sense of dread whenever the the dark stuff you know happens, but you know counterbalanced by the likable characters who you know just have fun you know with each other because they're friends and they get along and they make jokes. Mm-hmm. You know. See, that's cool. Yeah. I might I might check that out. I like I like watching more horror than normal during the Halloween season. It yeah. just feels appropriate. I uh, enjoy watching horror any time of year. <laughs> Even on Christmas Day. Uh, indeed. <laughs> uh, as uh, as I once uh, watched uh, on Mother's Day, a movie called Inside. Oh, wow. Which is a, uh, a very horrific movie about a pregnant woman <laughs> uh, about to give birth. And that movie actually takes place on Christmas Day. So it's like two holidays <laughs> in one. <laughs> Huh. I never saw that one either. I did not watch it with my mom, I should point out. Right. Yeah. I watched it after I had done my Mother's Day <laughs> celebrating. Yeah. Where you guys watched, uh, uh, oh shit, I couldn't think of the, the yeah, name, the name of the, uh, John Waters movie that I watched with my mama. It's forever lost. <laughs> I burned it out of my, oh, Pink, Pink Flamingos, Flamingos yeah. 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 That's alright, I was, uh, the other day, I was thinking about how uh, probably how weird and inappropriate it was that I watched Boogie Nights with my parents. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Whose idea was that? Uh, my mom probably rented it. Wow. Yeah. She's like, oh, that Mark Wahlberg. 
I don't think at the time she had any idea who he was. Yeah. Nobody had any idea who he was at the time. I did. He was still just that guy from uh, Marky, Marky Mark, Mark and the Funky Bunch. Whatever happened to the Funky Bunch? I'm sure they're all dead now. <laughs> you, you don't think like he at least lets them hang out with him and shoot pool at his mansion or something? I don't think so. No. no. I think he's distancing he's, himself he's as severed much as the, possible. severed his funky ties. Yeah. That's probably a good idea, Mark. <laughs> Uh, I also watched another movie I can talk about. Oh, what you watch? It was a German film, film mm. from uh, 1931 called The Testament of Dr. Mabuse. Hmm. Uh, directed by Fritz Lang, who directed uh, M and uh, Metropolis. Uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mabuse. Uh, That's uh, a fun word. Yeah, it is. Mabuse. <laughs> Mabuse. It's a, it's a crime film, crime noir, uh, with a little bizarreness thrown in because you know it's Fritz Lang. It's Fritz Lang. It's German. It's you know that weird German you know uh, you know cinema from the thirties, you know kind of thing, right? Yeah. Which has an actual name that I cannot think of. Uh, it's not noir, though. It's, uh, I mean, it's noir, but, yeah. you know, it also has a little bit of, you know, Oh, okay. Whatever the... Yeah, like, like, you know, cabinet of Dr. Caligari and, you know... So it's not German expressionism, is it? Or, yeah. That's is, it. It, is it? Yeah. So I know a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> I just never heard of Paul Simon. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's about an evil, uh, evil genius, mad scientist, or, yeah, who uh, is uh, the, you know building a criminal empire. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it is pretty. We should have watched that. We should. <laughs> Maybe I will check it out. I bet the library has that. Probably. It's a Criterion, so I don't know if they, they carry any of that. Maybe the Oakwood Library. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think there's a, a Fritz Lang box set out that exists that has uh, all the Dr. Mabuse movies. There's three of them. Hmm. There was a silent one from the 20s. This one is the sequel to that. And then a third one, I think, in like 1960. That's cool. So it's like his only reoccurring character, I guess? I think so, yeah. <coughs> Although uh, the, there's a detective in the, in the movie... Uh, who, I mean, I, I can't say for sure, because I also didn't look it up either, but uh, I think it's the same actor even from uh, M. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the, the detective who was investigating, you know, in that movie. Yeah. Hmm, well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, is it supposed to, I mean, it's supposed to be the same character you mean? I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. That'd Could be, be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Tying it together. Could be. How, like, uh, there's going to be a character from the show Wonderfalls that's going <laughs> to appear as the same character in the new Hannibal TV show. Yeah. Based on the Hannibal Lecter movies and novels. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Those two worlds neatly tied together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking cow creamers and uh, Buffalo Bill tugging his cock between his legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a crazy world. <laughs> Well, I only watched one movie this week, and it was other than, other than this one. Right. And it was pretty bad. It was really, really slow. It was a 1954 
uh, monster movie called The Snow Creature. Full of uh, stock footage and pointless dialogue scenes that went on forever. Right. But a bad movie. Yeah. That's why it's being featured on a uh, horror host TV show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe they'll make it more fun. They'll they'll poke some fun at it between the commercial breaks, maybe. It'd be fun. I don't think they actually do, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't they at least do some sort of something based on, like, will, will they have snow in the... in the? I don't know. Yeah, they don't do that. So. I've, uh, yeah, the, we're talking about uh, our friend Matt Brasfield's uh, show, uh, The Terrifying Tales of the Macabre. Um, I've, I've been to more than a few... Uh, uh, shootings of the of the show, the the uh, in between host segments, and uh, I don't I don't think they have much to do with uh, really. the movie at all. Because there was one when wasn't there what like I I thought when you guys did the Bigfoot movie they ate a Bigfoot or something like that. I I don't even know if that was a Bigfoot movie. Oh uh, okay, it might have just been. A, yeah, okay. I, I could not tell you for sure. All right, uh, <laughs> so that would be cool if they tied yeah. that in somehow. Um, yeah, it would be. I know that uh, there was one episode I was on where uh, uh, Baron Von Porkchop was playing a video game and he was trying to get the high score and I think the movie was like the creature from 20,000 Leagues or something like that. <laughs> he was trying to get a, a score of 20,000 maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least that. Come yeah. on, guys. <clears throat> yeah, but, but yeah, Snow Creature. Skip it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, I guess this is as good a time as any to, to plug the, the brand new podcast from the Gutter Trash Network. What? Yeah. Uh, we talked about it on the 200, didn't we? Friend? We did, but uh, yeah. it's actually out now. Whoa. People can go uh, download it and listen to it. And I hope you do, because I had fun doing it. I want to listen to it. Yeah. Because I wasn't there. No, you weren't. Uh, but someone that you love very dearly is on that show, mm. and it's me. Yes, I do love you. <laughs> uh, there's some other chick on that show, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah some other chick. <laughs> other than you? Other than you. Yeah. <laughs> it was Joji! No. Joji's not just another chick. <laughs> He's the chick. That's right. He's yeah. a foxy filly. <laughs> No, it's called the Stupid Sexy Podcast. We talked about it on the 200th episode, but uh, might as well talk about it again because I just did it. Yeah, you did. Uh, it is out. It's available. You can go to ssp.guttertrash.net and uh, download that first episode. You can subscribe to it there from iTunes or the RSS feed, and it's uh, hosted by me and a lady called Kathleen Coyle who uh, has a relationship with someone in this room. <laughs> And it's not me. Yay. Well, actually, it is me. She's my co-host. Aww. She's she's my co-host in life. Yes, yeah, she is. She's your everyday co-host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except uh, for I only see her like three days a week. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was it was fun. We we talked about some stuff that uh, everybody should go listen to. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you guys don't review stuff, right? Uh, no, not really. Just kind of uh, nothing specific, right? And nothing that like we we would have just you know 
sat through or whatever. Oh, but. so she's not like being interviewed for my position here. No, no. Okay. No. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah. that would be awkward. <clears throat> Uh, it's basically, the show is, uh, everything that, uh, I would love to talk to you about, but you don't know anything. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) So you guys can talk about, uh, all the mysteries and the, you know. Neil Simon plays. Neil Simon, yeah. There you go. (laughs) But no, it's it's mostly like, you know, because uh, she and I spend a lot of time on the internet, and uh, there's news stories breaking all the time, and there's uh, interesting happenings in the comic book world that uh, you are oblivious about until, like, it comes out in previews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so so it's basically all the stuff that, that uh, you just... You don't get on the internet, so you don't know that this thing exists. Right. So she and I can, you know, talk about it and you know get our opinions out about right. it. Right. You, know? you can get excited about it without just having to just tell someone about it. Exactly. You, you can yeah. actually converse. It. Right. So that's cool. Yeah, because I feel like she's the uh, the same way. You know, she'll she'll be like you know reading tweets and whatnot, and right. <clears throat> I'm just like, what? Who's that? I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it uh, comes out monthly. The first episode is out now. Go get it. Sweet. Yeah. Stupid. Sexy. Podcast. Yep. Uh, anything else on the adjacent horizon? Nothing, sir. I've got nothing. Uh, actually, I am doing something. I just figured out today. Uh, I mentioned to you sometime in the last few days. Like I said, I can't remember what days. What because our right. weekends have befuddled. <laughs> but uh, Pat Kane uh, warned me at the last second that uh, Chris Ware was in Columbus, like over the weekend to yeah. do some sort of speaking thing and slideshow and whatnot. Um, and he's gone. He's back in his cave in uh, New England or Chicago. I think he lives in Chicago. Um, but some of his original artwork is on display at CCAD, the Columbus College of Art and Design. Yeah. And I think it's there all all this week through October twelfth, um, to like five o'clock every day. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go up Thursday morning. I'm actually gonna skip out on my volunteer work. What? So I can go up there. If there's one thing that's Should you not be announcing that uh year in advance? Well no, I already told the people oh, okay. at the right. studio. Because I mean Cause I'm like, it's, it's weird. It's a weird situation because I work there one day a week and they don't need me on the day that I volunteer uh-huh. because there's a lot less clients there, but I've grown to know those clients really well. Cause I've been there for two years on Thursdays. Right. So I still go because it's fun and like, I just have a good time. Right. Um, but they don't really need me there. So I, I warned them over the weekend. I was like, Hey, and by the way, I'm not going to be there Thursday cause I'm going to be in Columbus. So, right. so yeah, no, that's cool. I'm not going to get in trouble, All right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'm pretty excited because I've I've never actually seen in person any of Chris Ware's original pages. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to to see that. Touch them, maybe steal one. Yeah. Because yeah. I tried to get him to do a commission a couple of years ago when I met him and and uh he uh he shot me down right. very politely though. Yeah. Um, but he just said he didn't have time really, and so I'm just gonna go up there and steal some of his work. All right. 
That sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Well, I wish you luck with that. Thank you, thank you. Maybe I'll, like, do a nice, like, copy and, like, replace it. And they won't oh, notice for years. You know, like a, You're pretty good yeah. at uh, doing a recreation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. And that should be nothing. Great. Like, yeah. just spitting one of his things out. Hey, I've seen his art. It's very simple. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a compass and a yeah. ruler. That's all you need. Yeah. Circle templates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's my that's the thing I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I am not looking forward to anything this week. Well, I've got one thing you can look forward to. Oh, a freaking comic book you can read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope. Okay. I hope you're gonna look forward to this. Okay. Um, Hit me. All right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> right in right in the gullet. No, I didn't punch him. I would never do that. I would punch him with my love. Ooh. A love punch. Want to do some love punching? Okay. Maybe after we start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll really hurt my hand. <laughs> <laughs> it stings. <laughs> it's like whenever you press a screwdriver too hard trying to get it, like, right. the screw really tight. Oh, man. Damn it. Anyway. um, It's a comic book by the Truman Brothers called Hawken. Never heard of it? Not at all. <laughs> See, I know stuff. <laughs> all right. Yay. I can't feel any excitement for this because I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it. Um, you know, the Truman Brothers are not a fucking clue. Ben, uh, ben and Tim Truman. I know Tim Truman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Lone Ranger and. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know who that guy is. Okay. Yeah. He, he I didn't, was not aware he had a brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben is the writer and uh, Tim is the artist. Oh, okay. Well, then, okay. That's something to latch on to. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So, Hawken. Hawken. Is it? Let me guess. It's something about Indians. Dude. Spoiler. It, well, it's 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 an old west tale. Okay. Yeah. 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 So not Hawkworld. No, okay. no, no, no. Good, because I have a copy of that. If you just want to do that, and that was Tim Truman too. Wasn't yeah, it was. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that's weird. No, no, it's not that. Okay then. All right. Well then, I'm I'm slightly more excited <laughs> now that I've heard of someone involved. Sweet. All right so, then. Look forward to it. Cool. We'll do that. No, I gotta, I gotta tear apart my computer as uh, soon as you leave. So, really? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I gotta go practice making construction paper jack o' lanterns. Enjoy it. Oh, I will. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>